What's up everyone, Ian McDougall with Purdue Women's Basketball. Today we're catching up with one of the most prolific three-point shooters in program history and also probably the biggest moniker to give her right now is a senior, Carissa McLaughlin. Chris, thanks for taking some time to talk to me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. So first question that uh, I made sure to ask everyone and everyone wants to know is how have you been doing? What have you been up to over the last month and a half? Um, I'm doing really well. Uh, I've been, you know, trying to get as many shots up outside as I can. Um, it's been hard because the wind takes my ball and then I'm like, oh, wow, I can't shoot anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so trying to do that and trying to stay um, in the word and study the Bible. And uh, I started a blog, which was really cool. So I started writing more as far as that. And um, honestly, just trying to grow as much as possible during this time. So I know when you, you did an interview a couple of weeks ago, I kind of made the joke of, so should we expect you to like start shooting in the middle of the lane if you're in the corner just because you're expecting to win and Mackie to bring it over, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I might shoot a couple air balls at first, but hopefully not. <laughs> um, take me through a little bit about uh, the blog you started and, and uh, what it's done for you and what you're hoping uh, people will get from it. Yeah, so I've been praying about it for a long time, and then quarantine happened, and I felt like it was the perfect time to kind of start it, and I I found the, the courage to um, start sharing some of my writings, and a couple of them I'd already had written for, from a while, and um, so I just added a couple of tweaks to it to, um, to post it to the blog, but I was just super excited to kind of open myself up and be vulnerable um, to the world, because I feel like that's something I've struggled with for quite some time now, and um, I just wanted people to see me from a different side and not just a basketball player. I wanted them to see me as a person and things I value and things that I feel like other people could get a lot of benefit from. Um, so that's one of the main reasons why I was really excited to have the blog. And I didn't do it for attention. I just did it as another way to, um, you know, give back and help anybody who may need help that just may not be speaking up. So. Well, and right now probably has to be the best time to have started it because you're not really bogged down with all the the workouts and, and all that stuff um yeah. have you have you obviously you've shot outside but have you been able to i don't want to say work out but just kind of stay active have you been able to mm -hmm. kind of interact with the team at all um i haven't really been able to interact with the team which is like the most sad part because you spend like every day with them on the normal basis but I've been able to keep in contact with all my teammates and, um, you know, build closer relationships. And, um, but I have been trying to stay active, running outside on the beautiful days and um, maybe running on the rain when it feeling like Rocky. But um, <laughs> uh, I definitely have been trying to stay active and because um, it's honestly been something that's been a huge part of my life. So then for the gyms and stuff to be taken away, I was just like, what in the world do I do now? <laughs> so... Well, you're getting a glimpse of what it feels like to be a retired athlete now. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, in a complete flip, though, like right now where everyone's kind of locked away from uh, each other in a sense, um, you know, if you look back nine months, we were all together doing some really fantastic traveling. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's just go back to Australia for a second. What, what was that experience, that trip like for you? Uh, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity that I may never get again. So um, I'm just extremely blessed that Purdue provided that opportunity, not only for me, but for all my teammates and 
for us to be able to travel the world and see basketball from a different perspective, see the world from a different perspective, and just experience very unique things that not a whole lot of people get to experience. And we had a lot of quality time as a team to be able to grow and um, to kind of help the culture and figure out where we want to be at. And um, I think it benefited us in a lot of ways. And uh, I'm going to be forever grateful to have gone to Australia and tons of memories I'll remember forever. So, well, well and we played some, we played some top-notch basketball teams, obviously the, yeah. the first in, I think the first and second teams both had, you know, WNBL players that were mm-hmm. amazing. Right. Uh, aside from the basketball, what was that? What was your favorite uh, thing, favorite event that we did? Um, favorite event would probably be the Great Barrier Reef, honestly. Um, I think that was just so cool. And like, I don't know, just I've never snorkeled before either. So I kind of got into my comfort zone there and was snorkeling with my teammates. And um, I just remember like, I kept getting close to the coral and like, I kept forgetting, like once you get over top, like you can't stand up, you have to stay like horizontal. And I would just get so excited and like, freak out and I'm like oh crap I can't go over on the coral so um but yeah I just remember like I thought I cut myself I really didn't but like I was so scared and so like I started swimming backwards because that's just faster and (laughs) and I just felt like I was only one in the ocean I just felt like a shark was just gonna come (laughs) creep underneath me so that was definitely really scary but um it was definitely a long day but a super fun day so and it was it was funny because if you because the first stop we had it was like what two three feet of water you could go right over over the mm-hmm. top and like you just feel the need every once in a while to put your foot down but inevitably there was some person on the boat the old cranky lifeguard screaming at everyone to to get back yeah uh, one of the one of the funnier things was um, uh, one of our staff members had a GoPro on him uh, when he was he was swimming around and. Uh-huh. when it's time to go back he dropped it and it went all the way down like 20 feet down um, oh he couldn't go get it yeah uh, and so it ended up we had to get somebody from the boat and like he just free dove down and we just all sat there like never oh, do that okay. nope no Freak I'm athletes. Good. <laughs> um, everyone has their talents <laughs> right <laughs> um it, you know as we progress a little bit looking uh, we don't have to do a comprehensive review of the season, but just mm-hmm. um, obviously what were your thoughts on, on your, your junior campaign, especially with the fact that, you know, we started playing some of our best basketball right at the end at, at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think overall, like we had a pretty good year. Um, I definitely think it was an improvement as a team and um, non-conference. I think we did phenomenal. We had, we got a great, great start to our season. Um, you know, and then at the beginning we played really well in the big, 10 season and in the middle we kind of had a little slump but um we played against some really great teams and you know they just outperformed us those nights and so um I think that we really picked up like you said towards the end of the season and really was starting to play our best basketball and which is really exciting because knowing some of the opportunities we could have had maybe so um and that's very unfortunate as well and like (laughs) knowing that you put all that work in and so um but overall I'm very happy and pleased with our performance overall and how we continue to progress throughout the season. And um, I don't think we, there was ever a time where we were just like in a super deep hole. Like we, we always knew that we could get out of it. So um, overall, I think everyone improved and 
everyone did their role. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for our potential next year and what we could do. So, well, and you have to probably be prepared for the ultimate cliche of time just has to have flown by for you because you're now a senior. <laughs> um, obviously, you've had a leadership role on this team for quite some time, but um, mm-hmm. just talk to me a little bit about um, the leaders that you've you've you know. Uh, played with, uh, as, as well as, you know, just kind of what you've taken from players like Ariana Harris, Dominique Oden, Keys, uh, just during your career here at Purdue. Yeah, um, so like my freshman year, Keys was our sole senior. She was our sole leader, and um, she was just a tough-nosed player that really just meshed well with every single person on the team, and um, I think that's why she was such a great leader, because she was able to get in you because she knew that she had that respect from you. Um, and, you know, Dominique Odin as well and Ariana Harris, they've been great leaders too. And uh, Nora Kiesler and um, Abby Abel, they were also great leaders too. Just very, very humble, um, very selfless, um, and always just giving more than what was expected. And I think that's what you expect from your leaders to go above and beyond. And now that I'm a senior and which is crazy. I want to cry if they ever think about it. But, um, but yeah, no, I just, I love that role. I love that my leadership role is going to increase even more. And um, I'm just super excited to finally get back on the court with all my teammates and to push them to be their best so that ultimately our team can be our best. Well, and, and one of the cool facts, you know, as a person who does social media for the team, it's, it's always, uh, you always have to keep tabs, you know, how close people are coming to records and things like that. Like as mm-hmm. Neek progressed through the season, I knew it was going to be pretty close that she could get the minutes played record or the game starts record. Um, the nice part for you is that I don't think I'm going to have to wait very long to announce your, you're breaking the three point record. Um, you know, you're just seven away. Uh, I think mm-hmm. what it's six behind uh, or seven behind uh, Courtney Moses. Just yeah. Growing up, obviously you're a three-point shooter and you do you have a lot of other skills but growing mm-hmm. up when did you kind of know that like you know distance shooting is going to be my thing um probably like my whole high school career and just like growing up like shooting was always something that I did and so um to be able to like do, do that at the collegiate level which is super cool and um at the highest level and I'm just super blessed and you know I can't thank my dad enough and all my trainers enough for pushing me when they did um, to make sure that I'm ready for when I get to college. And now that I'm able to show my shooting capability at this level, it's just it's really a great blessing. And uh, I'm super excited that it's not over yet. And, um, you know, just to be able to be in that category with some incredible players, like being behind Courtney Moses, like she did some incredible damage at Purdue. And so just kind of being up there in the top rankings with them is just an honor itself. So. Well, it, it also has to be pretty nice that you have, you've had players like Neek and KT over the years uh, be able to hit you uh, with some wide open shots. Mm-hmm. Big, que- big question I do want to know is what do you prefer more, uh, catch and shoot wide open three or one of your, I don't want to say trademark, but your step back threes that you have against someone off the dribble? I want to go with my, my left hand step back. <laughs> I just think I love doing them. Um, and everyone's like, can you even go right with it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I always have to pull a film to show them I do go right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I definitely think my left 
left step back. Um, but I honestly, catch and shoot threes are really great when I can get them. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often because I'm smothered 24-7. But, uh, no, every time I can get that, that's really good, too. So. When um, – how much work – when did you first put that, that uh, move into your, your arsenal and kind of – just for younger players, what, you yeah. know, how, how much work do you put into that? A lot. Like, I can tell you my freshman year I was doing step-back threes. Like, my freshman year of my high school career. And I didn't really develop that until junior, senior year of my high school career. And it doesn't, like, it's not just something, like, once you get it, it stays. Like, you have to continue to work on it. And um, And so I found that, like, just multiple reps of doing that and then adding the right hand. So then, like, going the other side, what's your weakness? And um, so I think having a balance and just finding something like, all right, I want to add this move to my game. So I'm going to work on it as much as possible. So that way, when you get to a game, it's just easy. Like as many reps as you put in, that's what you're going to get when you go out on the floor. Like, cause you're going to be confident and you're like, I've seen this fall a hundred times in the gym. So like, I know this one's about to fall. Like, so, um, yeah, definitely as many reps as you can get outside of practice. Like that's when it matters. Like all those extra reps that you see the ball go in the hoop or, and that's just going to build your confidence even more. So I'm excited to encourage my teammates to do the same. Well, I, with, your, with the team we currently have and the team we're rolling into the 2020-21 season, mm-hmm. there are, you know, last year we could call the Splash Sisters, you know, four or five of the guards. And this upcoming year, there's going to be a whole host of uh, three-point mm-hmm. shooters on this team. Um, challenge, though, if you and Cass took on – Carson and Sasha in a three-point shooting contest who would win and why um <laughs> that's a tough one uh I don't know I'm gonna go with me and Cass just because I want to be competitive and <laughs> I think that we're pretty solid shooters um now if it came to like super long distance crazy threes I'm gonna choose Sasha and Carson <laughs> so who has a who who do you think has a quicker release you or Sasha 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 has a pretty quick release (laughs) I it's almost like Steph Curry fast sometimes no I know it's yeah it's crazy like literally the guy could be right there and he's getting off like so very impressive well (laughs) one of the one of my favorite photos um just continue to talk about threes and was from this season um I remember who was against us in the Big Ten. You're mm-hmm. right in front of our bench at Mackey, and like you haven't even gotten it up like above like your stomach, but uh-huh. you can just see everyone just kind of already <laughs> knowing that it's in because wide open. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, what what gave you your confidence? Um, honestly, like I said before, just constant reps, and um, I've been in moments like that before, so it's like it's not anything new. It's just another shot, another shot that you have to help your team and you just have to have be confident and knock it down. And obviously as, as much as everyone kind of knows you as a you know, three point threat, you're also one of a handful of players who've dished out over a hundred assists in your first three seasons at Purdue. Um, mm-hmm. How, you know, it probably helps a little bit that you get double teams and you're able to, to find that extra open person, but you know, yeah. just, just take me through kind of how your vision has developed over your time at Purdue. Um, I think I've developed a whole lot as a point guard um, over my years at Purdue. And I think that deals with a lot with our coaches and 
their mindsets and a lot of stuff goes through our point guards and you're the coach on the floor and so you have to know everything what's going on you know where where's the next pass at and I think because I've come to know the system so well that it's like I know where two passes from now I know Kayana's gonna be open for a rip through drive like I need to get it to her like and so um, just little things like that and just knowing every single position and um, knowing where like for two you need to be here like it's gonna be wide open you, you need to wait on it and so um, I think that just comes with leadership as well and knowing the floor and knowing the game and adapting to the game um, and I think I've always been pretty basketball smart and like in college I feel like um, the coaches and stuff have developed me to help me a whole lot that way too. Uh, over the course of three years um, obviously mm-hmm. you've had a, a lot of big games big moments and everything <clears throat> what's been your favorite Purdue memory so far mm, my favorite Purdue memory honestly probably the Northwestern game at home my sophomore year <laughs> it was just like a very surreal moment that I'll never forget <laughs> so um, yeah that's honestly probably one of my favorite moments uh, that that one had a Sports Center top ten moment. You also had a Sports Center top ten moment <laughs> against Kent State earlier this year. Yes. Which which one did you like more? I'm gonna have to go with Northwestern. Honestly, just I don't know. It was just amazing. I don't think anything can top it. So <laughs> that's fair. Um, uh, one of the things that I've kind of talked uh, with the whole team uh, throughout this process is has kind of been just the close bonds that everyone has you know it's one mm-hmm. of the few teams I've been around that there are programs that doesn't really have clicks um, you know mm-hmm. everyone's hanging out together uh, what's that family atmosphere like for you uh, with this team um, I think it's very special and unique I think it's something that every team should have um, so when you go through adversity it's it's not like you're going through it alone you're going through it with your sisters who know like who you know have your back and um, who you know they're going to go out there and fight for you every single night, whether it's something that you're going through in life, whether it's something that's on the floor, like, you know, you have people next to you that are going to guide you and help you and um, be a shoulder to cry on. So, And uh, another thing a lot of the players have talked about is just how much they really enjoy road trips for, for the ability to really hang out together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are road trips like for you? Uh, road trips are fun. I mean, there are a time where, you're away from classes and you can, you still have to do work, obviously. Um, <laughs> but you're away from classes. So there's less distractions and you're on the, you're solely with your teammates and um, there's no like excuses as to why you have to go here, why you have to go there. You're all together. And um, it's a perfect time to just kind of grow closer. And I think the teams that take advantage of those opportunities um, are some of the best teams. And so, um, I definitely think like we need to continue to take advantage of those opportunities and use those times to grow and to be vulnerable and and not it's not just all laughs and giggles but to have some serious conversations as well. So, uh, a couple of the players have talked about how competitive the game nights get when we go on the road, and obviously mm-hmm. I I know from uh, at least from the Illinois game when we were out there earlier this year just how competitive that night was. Uh, on the court and off the court, off this past season's team, who's the mm-hmm. most competitive person all around? Most competitive? I'm going to say Neek. I think Dominique is very competitive, and I feel like <laughs> she she's always going to defend herself when it comes to things, and um, I think that she's always, like, she just wants to win, so she's going to do whatever it takes, and like you see on the floor, like, 
there's crazy clips of her making some crazy hustle plays and plays that really turn the game around. And um, that's what she's like, like off the court when we're just playing like Uno or something like she's super competitive and she's very strategic and she's really a smart kid. So, um, but yeah, she's definitely, I think, with the most competitive. Uh, another another thing that comes on the road trips, um, and I've said this enough times that people watching this will know, we eat amazing food, and, and they mm-hmm. have a stop at some amazing restaurants. Three years down, what's been your favorite uh, joint that we've stopped at? Um, I'm going to say, uh, what's it called? Oh, the Beef House. When we go to Illinois, we stop at the Beef House, and that's probably my favorite um, because it's just something different, like, and the rolls are amazing, and the sauce, I wish I could eat something right now, <laughs> it's so good, um, but yeah, definitely the beef house. Uh, and, and it's always funny from a support staff standpoint, because we basically eat enough for the next three days, so we just never go to, like, teams oh, right. or anything else, because <laughs> we're good. Um, you know, uh, changing uh, things a little bit, when when we play at Mackey afterwards, one of the great things is that the players take little posters, sign them, set, give them out to fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, remembering Kids Day this past, or Education Day from this season, um, mm-hmm. it almost looked like the like you were a one person Beatles show. <laughs> um, you know, what's it like to to uh, kind of serve as a role model for so many kids in, in the Lafayette mm-hmm. and West Lafayette communities? Uh, it's an it's an amazing feeling, and uh, I remember that day. I have a picture of it. I think of it, um, and honestly, that's probably one of my favorite parts about playing the game is just seeing how many kids that would look up to you, and just knowing that you you are on a big platform and so many eyes on you, and like the way you use it, like take use it as your advantage, like be be positive and enlighten people and so after the games is probably one of my favorite parts just seeing their smiles and just from simply getting a poster and um i know literally we hadn't even started big 10 season yet and i ran out of all my posters and so um, i had to go get like team posters and stuff and like mini cards to pass out because i i like i'm like guys i can't just not give them anything like what if this is their only game that they get to come to like they have to leave with something like I'm not going to leave them empty handed. And so just to kind of see like them smile and be like, Oh my goodness, thank you. Like you made my day. And um, it means a lot. And I mean, they're spending the money and they're taking away their time to come watch us play. And so um, that's the least that I can do for them. And just to know that they matter and I truly appreciate them. And Purdue's got probably one of the best fan bases, uh, mm-hmm. not just across the board in, in all sports, but just especially for women's basketball, just the support um, that, that they give, especially when we go on, on the road. What's mm-hmm. that meant to you? Um, it's amazing knowing that whether we're going to Northwestern, Illinois, we're going to have fans. Like, it's especially those close games. And even, like, on further trips, like, we have fans all, all around the nation. And it just means a lot knowing that it's not only our team that's a family, but it's a whole Purdue family. Like the whole Purdue community has each other's backs and is going to go above and beyond for one another and support each other no matter what. And so I, I truly appreciate that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I came to Purdue was because of just the support system that you have. And um, there's, there's no other like it, I, I don't think. So, <laughs> um. You know, it probably also helps that 
you have a, a head coach who really knows all the traditions and all the histories of, mm-hmm. uh, of the program. Um, what's, you know, just take me through your thoughts on, on what it's been like to play for Coach B. Uh, it's been great. I mean, she's a great leader um, and she's tough nose. She's going to get on you and she's going to push you to be the best. And um, you just got to know it's not personal. It's just because she wants you to be the best player and best person that um, you can be. And so to have her around and have you um, have her pushing you every single day has made each of us grow um, tremendously in our own way. Um, and ultimately she just, she tries to piece it, piece together everything and, um, she does a lot. And I think that she, um, she knows what this program needs and she knows that, um, she just wants this program to be successful. Honestly, she played here. She's been coaching here for years and years and she loves Purdue. It's, it's in her blood. She's been around it for so long and she's from Indiana. And so like, what better place is there to be? And so like, that's where her passion comes from is she just loves Purdue. And so she wants other people to experience what she experienced. And so that's solely what her job is, is to make sure that we have a good experience and to make us the best players and people that we can be. Well, and did you, obviously you're, you and, and coach uh, are kind of part of a, an elite group of, um, former Indiana Miss Basketballs, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of, you're one of nine to do it. Um, what does that, you know, staying at home, playing for, for one of the top teams in the state, um, mm-hmm. you know, how have you kind of carried that badge of honor over the years? Um, it's an incredible accomplishment that I've been dreaming of since I was a little kid. And so um, to be able to do that and then to stay in state and still have people around me and saying like, oh, you were Miss Bass. I'm like, oh, wow, I almost forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and, but yeah, so no, it's just an incredible, um, like something to have and to be, to see the names that are next to you is just like unreal to be able to be like, I'm in that group. Like, it's just awesome. And, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just truly blessed and to be able to be at Purdue and still have, um, still be able to say I'm at Indiana Miss basketball is just really awesome so um and then you know as we I know we touched back on your senior year of high school real quick Mm -hmm. but looking forward to your senior year here at Purdue um obviously it's a a very experienced group coming back Uh, Mm -hmm. we also add uh uh, two transfer players we also add you know Madison Lane who finished runner-up for Miss basketball Rashea Mm -hmm. Kyle who's obviously going to be one of the most dominant players in the post. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just your expectations uh, for yourself and, and what, what do you have for goals for the team for this upcoming season? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited about this season. It should be very interesting and we have six seniors and um, so we're pretty, we're pretty old if you ask me. And although we do have quite a few players, um, I think they're going to be great additions to the team to kind of help to really help us build that build the momentum um and I think they're pieces that we needed um and as far as what I expect for my senior season is um I want to be better than what I was last year so I want to score in different ways and be a better leader than I was last year um I want to have relationships with every single person on my team to know that they can come to me about anything um so that's like some personal goals and then um I want to be all Big Ten again so that's a huge goal for me um 
And then as far as the team, I want to win a Big Ten championship. I've been waiting, on doing, waiting to do it for four years. And whether it's Big Ten tournament, whether it's the Big Ten season, like either one is fine with me. Both of them, cool. Like I will love that. Um, and then obviously I want to go to the NCAA tournament finally because I'm just so tired of not doing it. And so this is going to be the year. I just know it. And so that's a huge goal for my team. And um, I don't want to just go. I want to compete and I want to make it far. And I think that we can do that. So um, I don't think those goals are unreachable at all. I think they're very obtainable. Um, and so hopefully my teammates believe in it as well and uh, we can get after it. So, Well, uh, those are some great goals to have. And I know uh, everybody watching this and our entire fan base across the Boilermaker Nation is definitely going to be uh, supporting the team and cheering them on all year. Uh, Riss, that's all I've got for you. So I uh, just want to say right. thanks for uh, giving me a few minutes just to chat, catch up, and uh, you know have the fans uh, see how you're doing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>